Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's Daily Podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Hi, this is Rahul Reddy. Today is June uh, 9th. The time is about 3.30. Reddy and UPC has been conducting Zoom out conference call for the past 11 years. If you have any questions, please put that in the uh, in the uh, in the sheet that we have provided so that we can answer your questions. One second. Hello. Hello. Hi, guys. <coughs> Hello. Go ahead. Hello, Rahul. Go ahead. Okay. So, Rahul, our query is regarding uh, my wife's change of status. So, mm-hmm. my wife... Uh, at- she was on H1B, which expired on 1st of June, and mm-hmm. uh, it, it got maxed out, actually. And mm-hmm. so we thought of getting her H1 converted to H4. And nice. Yeah, and fortunately, we got it done before I-94 expiry. So we, mm-hmm. we raised a request petition with USCIS, and her mm-hmm. H4 got approved also recently. Mm-hmm. So it went along with our H1B, my H1B extension. So what USCIS did is, they gave start date as a future date, like from seventh, uh, from tenth uh, of July. The H four and I ninety her H four and her I ninety four is valid from tenth of July. Now our when is concern. Where is where is when is her current I ninety four expiring? It expired on first of June. And did you file along with the H one B or did you file it separate? Along with H one B. File a separate H uh, four right now. Okay. Request them. Hey, you know you have done all these things. And please correct it. So it uh, it has already been approved, Rahul. So you want? I know, to... I know, I know. I want you. To, I want you to. You can do. You contact the USCIS to see if they will correct it, which they are not going to. File paying another filing fees. Request them. Look. Give them the details. We filed the H one H four on so and so date. We requested for the start date there. You give a start date on July July something. Please correct it. Send it. Send a thing. They may correct it. They may not correct it, though. But if you request USAs, they may or may not. But if you file it, though, they're sure, I mean, good chances that they're going to correct it. If not, at least we are on the record that we already told the USCIS about this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, right. But uh, I don't know if my employer is going to raise another H4 you, you can You can do it by yourself, though. Oh, I can do it by myself. Okay. Yeah. It's I-539. You can even file online, too. We actually, when we submitted the last request, Rahul, for change of status, we mentioned specifically that it should be applicable from 2nd of June. I got but the they point. did not what, honor I, that. I got, I got the point. What yeah. I want you to do it is that I want you to file it online, requesting okay. them, look, you did a mistake. You know, don't tell that you did a mistake. We requested like this. Give them all the explanation in their online. Okay? Mm-hmm. Okay? Okay. Next person, uh, please. And, and and one last question, Rahul, so sorry. So, uh, I mean, if we do that and we wait for that, right, it will go on the record with the USCIS that we have submitted it. But are we allowed to stay here? Like, are, is she, my wife, allowed to stay here? 
Uh, I'm not going to answer it that question to you. But if I were, if my wife is like that, I will tell her to stay instead of going to India and getting a stamping and coming back. Okay, got it. All right. Next person. Next person, please. Lavita. Yes. Um, good afternoon, sir. So this is uh, Balasubramani. So like uh, I recently. Yeah. Uh, can you guys can you guys fill the Google sheet, guys? It'll be easy for me to answer it if you fill the Google sheet. Sure, sir. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, but go ahead. You go ahead, though. Okay. So uh, recently, I, I moved from employer A to employer B, and um, um, my wife uh, is in H four status, and she has visa till twenty twenty four September, and uh, to unforeseen reason, like they need to travel by this June. So, do I? Do they need to uh, do a Dropbox uh, in India with the latest employer or not, sir? Oh, wait, wait. They already have the stamping for H four until what time? Twenty twenty four September, sir. But they got the H four extended until twenty twenty six. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yes. We uh, recently got absolutely not required to get stamping. They can come back. But when they come back, tell them to show the H four approval that is valid until twenty twenty six. They should get a 994 until 2026. There are sometimes they do a mistake by not providing it. Then either she can have to go to Mexico and come back, or she can apply for the extension. But to answer your question at this point of time, will I send my spouse to stamping? No, I will not. Okay, so since they that have H4, the H4, that H4 yes. is given as a spouse of you as long as you maintain the H1B. They are good to do the things. Next person, please. Thanks a lot. Thank you. Anas, Anas Basha. Ah, uh, hello. Yes, can you hear me now? Yeah, good, Anas. Okay, yeah. So uh, I already posted my question. Have you seen that? Okay, so you worked one year with the SSN, and what is this? Will you face yeah, an so, issue? Yeah, will I like? Ah, uh, I worked one year on my SSN during peak Corona times. You know, because I was in need. I was a student at this time. I was on my F one. So uh, I know uh, uh, need to, one eighty days. Cons- you need to uh-huh. speak with a law. You need to speak with a lawyer privately, though. Oh, okay. Okay, I can tell you oh. in essence, though, that yeah, uh, it will be. It will not be that. It will be considered as a status violation. So when you travel mm-hmm. outside the country or and come back, they will excuse you. But there are certain things to be done. Okay. 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 Sure. Manmeet Singh. Manmeet. I I posted my uh, question. EB two GC pending. EAD approved when interfiling for EB three. Any issue with retrogression? EB three GC pending. EAD approved when interfiling with EB three. Any issue with retrogression? You already interfiled or you're planning to interfile? Manmeet, are you there? Yes. Yes. Manmeet. It was already interfiled. Twenty uh, twenty October. When you say any. Any issues with the retrogression? What do you mean? Meaning what do you mean? the what? EAD renewal. I'm going for renewal. No, sir. No, sir. There will not be any zero zip issues for EAD renewals, even if it's been retrogressed. You will still get EAD approval as normal. Next person, please. He keeps on muting himself. I don't know why. Uh, we don't. Have... But, the host, uh, but I'm good. Thank you, Rahul. Thank you. Um, go ahead with the people though because they're not filling if you fill the google sheet out guys you'll get the promotion mj hello hi uh, thank you thank you for the taking time for us raul uh, just the situation is if somebody is on h1 and uh, 485 applied and the person gets laid off uh, does the person have only 2 months to find another uh, h1 transfer or 
uh, will the person be considered illegal or the person takes six months to file? Is that okay? Um, there is no 60 days for them though. If you lose the job, there are some alternative things. Self-employment is one thing. Getting an offer from a job from other thing is asking your wife to give an employment to you probably is an option too. But there is no 60 days grace period for in the adjustment of status. So if somebody finds a job, so uh, so person is not illegal if the person continues staying without a job for more than two months. It's debatable whether it's uh, it's out of status. It is debatable. Okay. And lastly, sir, if the person gets a job, say, after four months after being laid off, if will the H-1 be valid? At, I mean, will, will it be considered a H-1 transfer? Is it okay to get an H-1 or do you think that H-1 will be a void H-1? I mean, we cannot get an H-1 at that time. You mean to say after 60 days or within 60 days? So after four months, say after 120 days, if somebody finds a job and is still here. No, no, that... no, no. Then the H-1B, you cannot get a H-1B. But I think so, MJ, what your focus should be is more on saving the 485 rather than saving the H-1B. Because okay. self-employment and certain other things are risky, but you should try the risky option rather than just giving up the green card. If you give up the green card, the prior date is now backlogged. Right. I don't have a green card, sir. I mean, it's 485 applied. I mean, don't have any ID yet. I know, but if the 485 oh, EAD is not there, yikes. Yikes. Yeah. Ah. So, is there any way for a laid-off person to expedite EAD? No. No? I mean, it has been many months, but no no EAD at this point of time. Uh -uh. No. How long has okay, EAD next, taken? About four months to eight, uh, eight to ten, four to ten months. Next person, please. Bhavan? Bhavan Bhavan filled out a Google sheet. So that's the reason we promoted him. Go ahead, Bhavan. I'm an H1B. My employer has applied for green card. My priority date is June 2000. My parents are getting old and would like to have them stay with me. Absolutely. There is no way you can make them stay for more than six months. No, there's no visit. No. Okay. No. Um, H1B does not allow it. If you're a US citizen, it's a different issue. Okay? Got it. Okay. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Subhashri? Hi, yes. Subhashri filled out a Google Sheet, so we promoted our newcomer. I got selected in the H1B in the lottery, but the attorney filing through my employer said that because my salary is lower than what's listed in the DOL website, the application will be rejected. So and decided to apply, not to apply this year. Is there any workaround for this? My company is willing to provide that to show that I will reach that salary level after I complete training. <laughs> One other thing, Subhashree, the company can do is, can they employ you for only 30 hours instead of 40 hours? Uh, I think they can. Um, I think that's an option. I have to talk with them, though. Yeah, you should talk with them. And then later on, when they increase to 40 hours, though, at that point of time, you can file an amendment at that point of time. You see my point? Okay. Yeah. But you have to be employed only 30 hours, not 40 hours, okay? Okay. I'm just giving a creative option for you. Next person, please. Javi. Javi, go ahead. Javi. Mm -hmm. Hello. Uh, Sorry yeah, about this that. Is Javi. Okay, that's why I can do so. So the question is, you know, I am a green card holder. I have applied my green card along with the dependents as well. Uh, you know, and, uh, and only I got the green card, and uh, the dependents did not get the green card till now, mm -hmm. and the date mm -hmm. went back. Is there an option? Mm -hmm. You know, what should we do in this in this case? And uh, mm -hmm. in, in in such situation, you know, can I change the jobs, or will that impact the dependents? Well, you can file a 485 application, Javi, 
for your uh, for your uh, for your wife. Okay, you can file a 485 application. The priority date is current for your wife. No, the, the priority date is not is not current for them. My, mine is all already done, and then I got a green card. Uh, uh, and, you're not looking. You're date. not looking. You're not looking properly, Javi. Oh, uh, I didn't understand. So you know, so my my yeah. priority date is. I know. I put. I yeah, put a quiz. Yeah. I put a no, no. There is another thing. The priority date is June tenth, two thousand. June 9th, two thousand twenty-three, and it's current. Oh, okay. Now, now it moved. I don't know about that. Okay, then I'm not. No, yeah, you're no, right. Yeah. No, no, no. It's called F two A. You can file oh. a green card for an F two A. Oh, 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 oh. Okay, I have to do, put another application for her. Okay, F two A. Yes, F two A. Cool. And I'm going to send okay. you the details to you. Of course, I will charge you money, and oh, we yeah. can file four eight five for your wife. And because the 2009 will take like 10 years for you to get it. Okay. Yeah. Going yeah, through yeah. F2A yeah. is a better option. And then I will send you the okay. fee structure and everything right now. Okay. Sure. If you choose, you. choose to go. That's the reason I was just quizzing you. Are you noticing what I was telling you? But you didn't. But that's okay. If you know everything, okay. why do you need me to answer your question? Oh, yeah. Thanks. Okay. Sure. I'll send you the Thank fee you. structure. Okay. Yeah. I will send you. Yeah. We have a separate Zoom call for for you, you can come there, okay? Next person, please. Sure, thank you. Prakash, Prakash. Uh, hi, I'm sorry. Uh, my question was that if the I-140 is approved, uh, so uh, if you move back to home country, what are the chances of coming back? Do we have to file the lottery again or, or uh, is there no, no need of it? No need of it. No, you don't need to file the lottery in your life. I see, I see. thanks. That was the question. So you can come back within 90 years. Why not 91 years? I don't expect you to live that long. <laughs> okay. You got it. Yeah. You can go and come back 10 years, 15 years. There is no rule of anything, any such nature. Okay. Next person, please. Neela. Yeah. Hi. So, Javi, look at the email I sent to you, Javi. Okay. Go ahead. Hello. Hey, Rahul. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, this is uh, Neela here. So uh, EB3 been retrogates, right? I wanted to know, like, you know, uh, if the primary leaves a country, right? My daughter, she's getting into college. So can she continue here or no, independently? No, no, no. Or short no. duration? No, sir. No, not at all. So what do you mean short duration? One month, two months? Yes. Maybe yes. Yeah, three months or six months, maybe. No, sir. No. No, sir. Okay. And my second question was like, you know, in EAD, how long you can live without a job in US? That's going to be a question of interpretation. You can be self-employed. You can have your wife employ you. You can have a job offer. There are many risky ways there, though. Okay? Um, okay. You can be self-employed. Okay. And so... Definition of self-employed, like in the same IT field or? Right, in the same IT field. You cannot be doing Uber driving. Okay. Okay. okay? There yeah, are creative ways around it, okay? Mm -hmm. Next person, please. Rajesh Kumar. Thanks, Rahul, uh, for your call. Uh, I have a question. So currently, uh, my dates are like December 2012. Dates went back. Um, mm -hmm. But uh, I have my EAD. 
Um, so my question here is like for every single job that I change in the next five years, uh, do I have to keep filing 485J? Or no. Like, oh. No, you don't have to. Okay. What we recommend filing 485J is only when they issue an RFP or when they call for your interview. Otherwise, you don't have to do that. Okay, I don't want to give. Okay, so uh, let's tell after three years from now, dates become current, the issue of 485 uh, RFE, that's when I respond, right? I, until then, I just keep using EAD. Yeah. In, the meantime, if you in the meantime, if you change five jobs, mm -hmm. okay, you don't have to file mm -hmm. the 485J. This should be a signal for the other gentleman who has a question too, because you just need to be employed by a company. They don't ask to file the 485J supplement. So it's only mm -hmm. the current company that you have to file a 485J supplement. Okay, so at that time, whatever the latest company, I will file, mm -hmm. sure. Right. Uh, one, mm -hmm. one, one more question related to that, can I, or it's okay? Yeah, go ahead. So one question is like, um, so I got laid off uh, and I found a job offer, um, but they're not sponsoring um, H, uh, no H1Bs, right? But I'm planning to use my EAD. Uh, but the thing is like, I'm getting, um, uh, my current job ends after two months. Can I use EAD and join this job? That yeah. I, uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I mean, why? I don't understand why they have to file a H1B for you. I don't. I don't know why you guys are in love with H1B though. No, I mean like I want to get the severance uh, from the current company, so that ends after two months. So can I just leave leave it and have multiple jobs? Is it okay in EAD? Yeah, you can have multiple jobs in EAD. Okay. Uh, do I have to tell them to withdraw the H1B or like just leave it? No, 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 no. Don't don't do. You would lose you would lose the severance pay. I would not do that. Okay. okay. Cool. Cool. Sure. Thank you, Rahul. Really, uh, really appreciate it. Next Manoj, Manoj. Yes, sir. So, um, similar question, just like the earlier gentleman, uh, you get laid off and you don't uh, get an EAD. What if after getting laid off, you get an EAD a month down? Can you still use that EAD or not? Technically, you can. You can say that you are you were about to get self-employed. You got the offer by yourself, but you couldn't do that. So. It will be risky for you, MJ, okay? But so you should try to do that. If, if you get an EAD only when you're employed, then you can use that EAD. Once you're laid off, then you get an EAD that's of no use, yeah? No, I would not agree with you on that. So can you please explain and clarify for me, please? I, it, it may be, you may want to have a private consultation, Manoj, okay? It may take a long time for me to explain. All it's right, risky. Thank you. There, 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 there is something black and white. When it is a gray, I would rather want you to come and speak with me. When it takes a long time, I would rather want you to come and speak with me privately, okay? Next person, please. Thank you. Sunil? Sunil? Hello, Rahul. So my priority date is... Your priority date is 2013 EB2. How safe it is used to do EAD? It's safer than maintaining H1B. That is my opinion. The advance parole is the issue that I have. We can't Definitely go... advance parole is an issue. If you want to, you can go through the USCIS. You can get a H1B and get the get the stamping if you want to do it there, though. Okay? Okay. So uh, can I... Uh, so I am currently working and I'm currently working through a vendor. Um, mm -hmm. Can I change from my employer to my own, my wife's company, uh, shift the vendor to my wife's company and shift the H1B to? Mm. 
yeah. Um, why do you need H1B though? Is my question though. If your wife company yes. is filing H1B, it's not a good advice. Oh, okay. Okay. So the H1B is only for the multiple travel. Uh, times to travel instead of worrying about advanced parole extensions. Oh, I see that. I see that. But when you go for stamping for with your wife's company, you're going to face trouble. Okay. Okay. So I have to be on EAD if I mm -hmm. have to mm -hmm. work in my wife's company. But That's uh, right. yesterday, I, I think I saw your uh, YouTube uh, live uh, mm -hmm. video where you said uh, for AOP you are doing something you are trying to litigate for faster approvals for the which extensions? one for the advance advance parole yes yes, yes. advance um, yeah give us give us uh, give us some time right now we are working on a litigation uh, where if your priority date is current according to our litigation lawyers which we research more thoroughly according to what the law and how it should be interpreted your current date should be current at all times though are you getting my point if your priority date was current at any point of time you should be given the green card that is what we are working after that we will work on the advance parole advance parole we if you want to you can always contact steven brownberg we're we're already doing it that one okay give me one second i'm going to give you uh, the uh, information of the lawyer who is working on one second. You can contact him for advance parole delay. Okay. Next person, please. Sorry about that. Tarun. Tarun. Hello. Hi. Hi, I had uh, submitted a... a yeah, I got your STEM OPT last year. I've been an employer for the past year. My company advised me to work with consulting company to submit the H1B lottery application as well. As well? Really? My entry got selected by consulting company and my employer is ready to go forward with submitting the application. Uh, no, uh, we do not recommend that, Tarun. Okay, we so that is that is that is collaboration between the consulting company and the company, though. That is called collaboration. That is called conspiracy to commit fraud. Okay, um, how how does this affect if I if if there is another so if I don't go forward with this and then there's another reroll, um, and I get selected in the in the I, I don't know i don't know i don't know about that the company telling you to do that though is really not good um it was it was seen as a kind of like advice as to what i can do since i'm on my last year but um yeah things transpired i guess this year and so i just wanted to check how that affects you know, you know if i get selected through my employer um in the later roles in 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 cases where there is no collaboration, um, in cases where there is no collaboration, though, okay, we are telling people to file the H one B with the company that you already have a job, mm -hmm. okay. But okay. in cases where there is a collaboration, we are telling not to file. Okay, sounds good. Okay, thank you. Next person, please. Varun. Hi, uh, good evening. So actually, my wife uh, has H one B petition approved, but uh, 
since i was in us uh, so she went for h4b because my employer says that um, to because of 221g uh, she she should better come for, through h4b but now she got h4b stamp but the employer i am not sure that whether employer is going to convert h4b to h1 once she landed in us so is there uh -huh. any way that can i transfer my wife's petition from a to b but no. i don't have any i797 document no you cannot first of all it's not stamped in the passport is it right yes and she was never here on the h1b here is it right no. no 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 you cannot you cannot transfer no, only no, the no. same company can do it no other company can do it okay next person please Karthik. Hi, uh, Rahul. Uh, quick question on the uh, uh, when we lose the job on 485, when we are on 40, 485, you say we need to have a continuation, continued job offer. So I worked uh, with a consulting company in 2009, 2010, and after that I converted a full time for the same client. Mm -hmm. uh, so that consulting company uh, is okay to give me an, another offer. Karthik, uh, Karthik, so, well, let's discuss off the line though. But I would okay. say that you are going in the right direction. Okay. Do you get the point, okay. though? Yeah, I got it. I'll schedule a uh, consultation. There is a gray area there a little bit, okay? And a little bit yeah. diplomatic language is required, not on the recorded line. Yeah, I got it. And it okay. makes sense. But yeah. but I think so. You, I think so. I can say that you actually got my point. I don't know if MJ is still there. But you got my point there. Okay. You I yeah. you exactly got what I wanted to tell you. Okay. okay. Thank you. Uh, yeah. If I have any yeah. more questions, I'll do a consultation. And uh, can I ask another question about advanced? No, parole? no, no. Yeah, let's let's give a chance to the other people. Okay. Oh, thank you. Thank you. It, you may want to have a consultation though to go over what are the pluses and minuses. Okay. Next person. Okay. Sahil. Hi. Um, so I have a question around uh, the H-1B grace period ending. So mine ends on June 29th. And uh, uh -huh. the first question I have is, uh, I've already spoken to you in previous calls about uh, changing status to B1B2 and filing for that. Uh, mm -hmm. My question is, uh, one of the things that I've encountered is when I tell companies that, you know, companies ask uh, what your what's your immigration status, and I tell them I'm on H-1B, but I might transition to B1B2 when my 60 day period is over. And they're like, they, they, their immigration teams are not as depth in or they, their knowledge is not as deep. And some, well, some of the time. Right, right. Right now, Sahil, what are, what are the options? What are, well, you don't tell them initially, though. You tell them right. later on. When they, when they file for the H1B petition, let's say then I land a job. Then you have to tell are them. They, is the process from their side any different? Like if someone has filed for yes. B one B two, okay, yes. so they have it's different. Okay. They are, you have to tell them at that time. And my, I, I right now, Sahil, we don't have an option. You have to file okay. a B two application. Yep. Yeah, yeah, I get it. I was just yeah. uh, wondering whether I should tell them or not. If if it is no different from their side, if they're never gonna find no, out. No, no, it's a difference okay. because you have to okay. tell them that they they will ask you the pay stubs though. The pay right, stub right. shows that your pay stubs ended somewhere in April. So they will ask you, yeah. where is the pay stubs? That's a typical yeah. question immigration lawyer will ask. Yeah. Yep. So yep. then you have to uh, give them the B2. And there is a thing called change of employer and change of status. I and see. On the I-129, they have to take its change of state, change of status. And I if see. they do, then you have to provide the B2 application. 
I see. One last question I have is, I also heard about uh, the difference between unlawful presence and being out of status after the 60-day grace period is over, and that you can still uh, be out of status but not accrue unlawful presence after the 60-day grace period. You're absolutely right. But, so I can Sahil, still, yes. Sahil, it's not advisable to accrue the uh, uh, out of status. The reason is okay. that you have to answer the DS-160, have you been ever been out of status? Right. You don't want that. I see, I see, I see, I see, I see, I see, I see. Okay, got it, got it, got it. Okay, okay. cool. Thank you for clearing that up. Next person, please. Ajit. Uh, hi, Rahul. Um, thanks for taking the question. I am on H1B and uh, I'm also starting my own company uh, parallelly, do, uh, but I'm not going to be actively working there. I'll be on the board. Do I need to inform my current employer about it, <clears throat> A, and B, would this affect my I-140 in any way? When you say you're on the board, what activities would you do on the board? Well, uh, I'm one of the founders of the company along with two others, and I wouldn't be technically interfering in the day-to-day -day activities. I'll be well, overseeing you... the product. Um, I, I'm, the, I'm the person who's conceived the product um, before the company started. Um, so do you have a H4 EAD option, Ajit? Hey, uh, I don't know if, I don't know anything about it, honestly. Are you married? Uh, no, I'm not, but I'm in domestic partnership with my partner. What's the legal status of her? Uh, she's an American citizen. I'm, I'm an Indian citizen. We don't decide, we, we're I got it. pretty I got sure. The point. I got yeah. Are you pretty sure? Uh, I'm pretty sure we're not going to get married, though. We, we, we're I got just going to stay in domestic partnership. Okay, let's leave that issue, though. Um, right. No, that's going to cause a problem for you. Because on the H-1B, though, you can't be involved in any part of the company, though. You can't. But, it, but can you buy a Microsoft shares right now? Yes, you can. Because you're not yeah. getting involved in that company. Right. But here, you're not buying a Microsoft shares. You're actually founding it, though. Right. You are the, you know, you are founding it. So that's not allowed. Though. Unfortunately, that's not allowed. Okay. Um, so I guess uh, one of the options would be to go to Europe and work there for one year and get the green card into like uh, EB1, I guess, and then get a green card and then do this or just legally marry my partner um, and then get green card. Well, you choose, you choose if, it's an, if you're marrying, it should be a genuine marriage. I mean, yeah, right? of course. Uh, okay. Yeah. I'll take the, yeah, you, you choose your option. Uh, okay. I'll take Thank the last you. caller, guys. I started at five minutes earlier. I'll take the last caller. Pagun Singh. Hi. Um, thanks, Rahul. So I uh, actually have a valid visa. I went to one of the universities last year. I got my F1 visa. So it's basically valid from June 2022 to June 27. Um, for some reason, my service was terminated and I decided to leave the institution in January. So my service was terminated Jan of 23. And mm -hmm. I have been in India since then. I have now got admitted in a new university. I have a new I-20. I have a new service number. And I've paid the new service fee. 
my visa is still valid but it in the annotation it has a different service number and it has a different uh, university name my dear so mentioned that i can still use my valid visa as long as i have paid my service fee for the new service number and the new i94 starts but i just wanted to understand from you do i there is a 5 month rule though that 5 month rule is that you you said it's january and right now it's june january what date you left though um jan 18th and i enter only in mid august so if it's a 5 month rule then i do cross the five yes you're but crossing the 5 month rule when i checked with my dso rahul so that that's really my main question when i checked with my dso they said it's really about the service that gets terminated in that 5 month but the visa would still be valid so i wouldn't need a new visa but i wanted to understand your no there's a there's a 5 month rule there so if I you just, cross if you cross I'm sorry. Once, I'm just looking at it one more. Give me one second, okay? I have a link if you want. Me okay, to... one second. Yeah, it's five month rule is there for you, ma'am. Uh, there is a five month rule though. If you're crossing the five months, it's not applicable for you. Um. So just one add on question to that is when I checked on the website of Homeland Security, the link to which I've put on the chat, it also mm -hmm. says if your current student visa is no longer valid. do you possibly also need to apply for and receive no no that is that is if you change the university while you are in usa and then you are going you don't need to get the stamping again though but you you the your service is terminated though correct yeah your service is terminated so if you are trying to come back there is only 5 month rule and why were you terminated that's another problem we have uh, that was academic suspension Okay, so anyway, it's more than five months. You can't come back. Got it. And does academic suspension have to do anything with my ability to get a new visa? It will be. It will be a factor in getting the visa. Okay. Okay. Thank Can you. Wish you best of luck. If you were to consult anybody in our office, it was going to be Emily Newman. She's she's a speaker in most of the DSO conferences. designated student officers conferences okay thank you guys the next conference will be tomorrow on uh, monday at 3:30Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day.